Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the -the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way up to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action remember use your promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts believe in the arizona cardinals it is the arizona cardinals centric specific show of course as we talk about the arizona cardinals here in the phoenix metropolitan area i am one of your hosts i am javon j love adams and with me as always is a man who played not only professional baseball but he was a terror he was he he took the risk the calculated risk and made that jump to play in the national football league and was on that first super bowl bound team for the atlanta falcons i'm speaking about none other than ed easy smith what is good my brother what up, though, Jay? Crazy week of football, including the Cardinals game. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Just shocks around the league. But you know, we'll get into <laughs> this one here. Crazy, man. Crazy week. Let's, yes, sir. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, of course, we do this. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. We do this now during the season, Monday and Thursday. So, Monday and Thursday, you can expect to make sure to uh, to see with us. You can also tell a friend to search Believe in Cardinals, Believe in Cardinals, and you can also get a Believe in the Arizona Cardinals, whichever one works for you. But, uh, yeah, we got to get this recap of of game one for the Arizona Cardinals, the, uh, the, the, new, the new regime, the new era, whatever you want to call it, the newness that's going on. And so, uh, of course, I want to talk about the the overall recap of the game, things that stood out for you, um, how you think that the team per, uh, performed. I want to talk about playing scared, and 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 maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right, maybe you'll see where that is. And then also, when you say you want killers on your on your team, um, does that equate to penalties? So let's get to the first off. So the Arizona Cardinals, they. They 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 fought, man. They 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 came up short. Uh, to they went to uh, went to Washington or went to play the Washington Commanders and then ended up falling short in the. Uh, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, whatever. This thing is tripping on me. But they ended up falling short to to the Washington Commanders. Uh, what was that? Sixteen to ten. If I'm no twenty to sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. So. What were your thoughts on this game, man? I I was pleasantly surprised. One of the things that I love, I've mentioned this on our radio show on Saturday, which we do one to three Eastern on SportsMap Radio, SportsMapRadio.com, you is we watch the Cardinal games almost like a fan, as a family. So me and my wife and, and my youngest son, and then our, my oldest, of course, is in Norfolk doing his thing. But uh, it's, it's so the, you know, we, we, we get into it. My wife is yelling and screaming, but we kind of get into it. I didn't expect us to be getting into it. Uh, as much as we did, what were your thoughts overall on the game? Overall, it 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 had a weird weird taste to it. Okay, it, it and I'll I'll say this much: after the rest of the week, like you know, because we had the early game as we were in the early window yesterday. Yep. After the rest of the weekend unfolded, it was like, wow, that would have fit right in if the Cardinals had somehow pulled this game off. You had some really <laughs> strange occurrences around the league. This would have just been another one of them. This was, in my opinion, an opportunity 
for the Cardinals to get one. We both thought this was going to be a molly whopping over there, even though it was against the the, the commanders. And it, it's almost like did the commanders play down to the Cardinals or did the Cardinals lift their level up just enough to make it a contest? Mm. You know, and you think about this too, Jay. We both called the game. We were like, this is going to be 24-9. You said something, 24-10, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. think about this. If the defense didn't score that that fluke touchdown that they got, basically gifted by the the commanders, they end up scoring three field goals as an offensive unit. So that you know yeah. that there's good, and then there's uh, you know that this game was one you know played a little bit in the elements, it was a little sloppy, uh, sloppy from a standpoint of penalties. I know we'll talk about that later on. An opportunity for the Cardinals to get one was I impressed. With how they fought, yes. Was I unimpressed that the penalties, the offensive, I guess, output, if you want to call it that, you know, there's a lot to look at and say, okay, you know, we could have got one here. And, uh, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. It wasn't as good as obviously, you know, to, to win this game. But, you know, it, it's what I saw was just something I saw – from around the league, and I'll continue to say this, until there's a change in the preseason again, there's a lot of preseason football that's going to be played in September going into October moving forward. That includes the penalties and everything else. You look at some of these results, you look at a, and I I know we're the Believe in the Carlos podcast, but you look at the the Cincinnati Bungles, put up three points. I mean, that was, and that's my nephew's on the team, so I spent 100% 100% time watching that game, it was yeah. disgusting. You know, so this is the type of football that we might be in store for for the first month of the season moving forward because it is everybody's preseason, getting some of the kinks, went, you know, ironed out. We obviously, like I said, we, we'll look back on this one depending on how we finish up overall in the season, and we'll say we could have gotten this one, which, you know, the commanders tried to give it to us. We just wouldn't take it from them. So you mentioned, and you mentioned the defense. I, I was impressed with the defense for sure. Um, it, and, and again, it, not to overreact, because I already heard some folks just overreact, and especially when it, if you're a fan of a team, then you start to overreact if your team loses. Right now, if you're a fan of the of the of the New York Giants, you are supremely upset. But what I mean by that is that if looking at the way that the defense played, what is, we talked when we had a little bit of crosstalk last week uh, with a little bit of believe on believe family uh, interaction here, I, I mentioned one of the players to take to to keep an eye on was uh, Jalen Thompson, right? But I also mentioned that Dennis Gardak, he he's that guy that has that proverbial high motor, and he and he did some things in terms of flashing yesterday, just with his energy level and just be just going a hundred percent all the time. I want your thoughts on Zayvon Collins, our man Zayvon Collins. He actually got what an interception. I mean, it, it he he was he was present on the field, and it wasn't as if he was just oh yeah. By the way, Zayvon Collins is there, so there was at least some some bright spots there. The defense at this point seems to be ahead of where the offense is. And I think that's the case for a lot of teams at this point in the season. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised by the defense and some of those young players that were making some, that were making some plays as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had, this will be a meeting today where they can pull out a lot of positive from the game. A lot of times, you know, you'll go and it's just a total debacle. 
and the coaches even tell you we're not going to enjoy watching this film. You guys got a lot, and they will have a lot to learn from this. But mm-hmm. I did, you know, you did see guys flying around a little bit. You saw, like I said, some uh, turnovers, created some turnovers. They got the score on the defense side of the ball. Offensively, it was a mix. They they only ran fifty eight plays, I think it was, and you know Washington only ran sixty some odd plays, so it wasn't like it was a office explosion from either side, uh, right. you know, of the uh, you know sideline. Um, balance wise, you know, they dived through the ball thirty times. Uh, we ran the ball a total of twenty five twenty five times. So balance, you know. They didn't go out there and throw him all over the place. Under center. How Under about center, that? yeah. yeah. Uh, you talk about, and I know, was it too conservative? You know, maybe they had the I do want to hand, talk about that. Yeah. 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 Handcuffs uh, on Dobbs a little bit. But what do you what do you, what are you supposed to do when, when the guy's only been mm. in the building for two weeks? It's not like you can just, you know, throw the kitchen sink at him. He probably was, you know, as far as the terminology and trying to just get the plays out of his mouth. And, you know, there's a lot of struggle that goes on there identifying the coverages. They probably tried to make it as simple as possible, maybe oversimplified it. And I will say this, maybe to a point where, you know, I'm not saying they thought they were going to take a beating, but they're probably in the fourth quarter of that game thinking, wow, we didn't even think it was going to be this close. And, and And then it was, you know, now we have to try to let's see if we can win this instead of just trying to keep it close, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But in the end, just didn't have enough firepower. Um, from the Washington standpoint, they're probably sitting there thinking, how are we going to let them stay in this game and almost lose this game, you know? Yeah. So a lot, you know, from the Cardinal standpoint, you as a family, you're watching it. A lot to be encouraged about. Uh also a lot to be discouraged about, you know, but okay. we'll see where it moves from here. Now, one of the things that I mentioned or <clears throat> on, on last week's uh, going into, going into this game, I mentioned in terms of the coaching staff. So I definitely want to get your thoughts on the coaching staff and how you feel that they did. So here's what I'll say. When you, you mentioned that it seemed a little bit conservative and I, the first half, okay, I can understand that you're trying to get a, <clears throat> a feel of how the day goes, but, or how the game is playing out. But when you're in this game and you have an opportunity to, to try to, to maybe take a shot here or there, or do some things to, to take a calculated risk. It didn't seem like they were doing that, especially in the fourth quarter. I, I, I remember saying multiple times, you got, you got to take a shot here. You got to take a yeah. shot. So I don't know if it was the fact that, that Dobbs wasn't looking down the field. I would probably say it's probably more along the lines of the offensive coordinator saying, Hey, just, just, just kind of let's go to the sticks. So let's just try to, we're just going to try to keep moving the change and moving the ball down the field as slow and methodical as possible. And I think that's where it probably um, negatively impacted the team. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you get to a point Jay where they, they, they were in a game plan and they never came out of it meaning they started mm. trying to be conservative and try and and then and like you mentioned as a fan you're watching it and there are times Jay as a player you know you're sitting on the sideline especially if you're like if you're the defense watching the offense and you're watching them just dunk dink dunk dink you know that type of thing by the yeah. time you get into the third and fourth quarter you that you can there are guys on the sideline and from a defense unit like man come on let's get let's get down and let's do it yeah but if you come in with a conservative approach, it's hard to just take that jacket off 
in the middle of the mm. game and show everybody the mushrooms on the inside of the jacket. You know, we got the mushrooms out, you know. <laughs> he just yes, he never gets to that point. They were they they were just trying to figure out a way conservatively to not give it up and maybe we can still win this, but they never opened it up. And that was part part of that is fear a little bit. Okay, so let's go let's go into that. So could it is it possible that it's so fear being one of it is it possible because it's a young um, an inexperienced coach. Inexperience. Yeah. So it, because can that be the, if you're an experienced or a veteran coach or a veteran coordinator, offensive coordinator in this instance, don't, can, can't you fall victim to the same bad habits there in terms of, if, well, if I'm, if I'm typically conservative, then I'll stay that way all the time. Or if I'm always go a hundred miles an hour, no, what, no matter what the game is close, you still trying to go a hundred miles an hour. Is it, is it, Inexperience, or is it uh, what? What do you equate that it's to? Inexperience, but it's also a learning process, Jay. You got to okay. remember this is you know even for Gannon and the state, they'll look at this as well and figure out, man, we probably should have took a shot here, or we should have did this. And yeah. I, you know, this is I imagine Gannon if he has a mentor or two, Sirianni over in Philly, right? Right. This is a, on a Monday. They watch the film. They go through everything. Then, you know, not to try to grab too many secrets or anything like that, but this might be an opportunity for him to ring up his old buddy or whoever his mentor might be. Yeah. You grade me on this, you know, what's that? And then you get, as you get more comfortable in your skin, you'll start to open it up a little bit and take some of those shots to be a, you know, you don't want to come out the box being that dude like Staley over in, in uh, Los Angeles with the charge That goes for it no matter and what. Go, right? Yeah, you know, and just does some of the dumbest stuff. You don't want to be that dude right out the box. But, you know, as, as a staff, they'll they'll get together. They'll, you know, write their grades down. Here's what next time maybe we should have, you know, pulled this out of the, out of the bag or take some shots down the field. But, you know, they'll get a chance because you got to remember while you're going through it with all the live bullets and everything, Jay, it's it's so far easy for us to look at it. And we're like, why don't you do, throw the ball yeah. down the field, do that? They're yeah. in the midst of it. And it's all, it's almost like, and, you know, and by the way, this is uh, 9-11. We want to, you know, maybe at the end of the show, we'll just acknowledge, yes, sir. you know, but, and I don't like making references to military and stuff like that, but this is one of those opportunities with maybe big, you know, like in a military, like you're playing the game of war or something with your, your kids, you pull the big tanks out and you yeah. take some big shots, you know, right. that is something you learn and get more comfortable with down the road. And that's what they'll be looking at. And, you know, if they're doing a fair evaluation, they'll come up with, you know, here's where we could make some changes and be more aggressive. But that first time while you're going through it and everything whistling by your ears and you got the 40 mm. seconds to make the decisions and do this and do that, and maybe we throw it out. No, let's just go ahead and hand it off on this play. Right? And I will say I did see a little bit of, they were doing some, you know, some jet sweeps and some different things. Yes. You know, it wasn't just turn around and hand the ball. They did a, – a, there were a couple of plays that were they, – they showed some spunk a little bit. They just didn't show enough yeah. uh, definitely in the, in the moment to loosen everything up and, you know, like you said, take some of those big shots down the field. Believe in Cardinals. It is Ed Smith and Javon Adams. Now, I – I don't think that again. It's one game for me looking at him from paying attention to to Josh Dobbs. I don't. He's not the. He's not the worst. 
and he's not he doesn't pop as in going to be a star and why didn't somebody start have him start earlier but i think if they if they game plan appropriately for he, it seems like he might be able to push the ball down the field a little bit or be able to at least manage a game and that's not in the derogatory sense that's in the most that's in a complimentary way of saying being able to manage the game and keep his his teammates uh calm and I, I, it would seem as if there is some belief maybe in his ability to at least man to hold things down until either Kyler comes back or maybe they make a change to a Clayton Toome sometime in, in, during the season. Yeah, no, you got to remember, too, that he probably heard how many times you think they said to him over the week leading up to the game, make sure you protect the ball. Right. Protect, be careful. And so yeah. you get to a point where he's thinking, you know, they, I can't do anything stupid. Otherwise, one, this is his opportunity. He's been given the starting role with an organization. Yes. Going into the season, how many people thought Joshua Dobbs would be starting anywhere? Mm. So this is obviously his opportunity. He's going to try to manage manage it as best as he can do. Exactly what the coaching staff asked him and what did they probably ask him. Make sure he's just, just protect <laughs> Just, you know, nothing else. We don't just – we can live – with a mistake or two here, but not the big mistake. Let's make so they probably drilled that into his head so much. He and he's looking down the field and he's seeing all these different colors flying around. And hmm. you know, the check down is always your best friend. And rather than heave it up in the traffic, I will say he 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 accomplished what they probably told him to do. You know, keep protect right. the ball, don't do anything stupid, and you know, no interceptions, no touchdowns. You know, I, that, yeah. that says it all right there. Zero and zero. And he threw the ball for 132 yards. There, you know, most, a lot of the quarterbacks we saw this weekend, they had that going into the second half. <laughs> that was just total. That means there was a whole lot of, you know, yeah, and that is that is interesting though. The if you if you say something over and over again to somebody, whether it's positive or negative or, or whatever it is that you're trying to to program somebody with, if it's if they are saying just hey, just protect the ball, protect the ball, and you see a shot down the field, oh, I can't do it, dog. I can't. Nah. Because you hear that, there's that voice in the back of your mind that tells you that. So believe in the Cardinals. I wanted to ask you this: nine, one twenty two. Nine, 122, nine penalties, 122 yards. That is that, that stuck out to me. Cause if, if yeah. you're that, those are things that can, you know, silly, silly, silly penalties, whether you think that they were penalties or not silly penalties in terms of unsportsmanlike and all that stuff that you can't have that. If, if you're already have to be nearly perfect, or if you have to be very spot on to be, give yourself an opportunity to be in games, penalties can kill you. And at least in week one, I won't say that they killed them, but they didn't do themselves any favors. But 122, yeah. that number is still a big number. Yeah, we talked about that too at the you know middle of part of the week. We talked about this is a game where they would have to be absolutely perfect to be in it. And they actually found themselves in it and what the penalty did, they came back to haunt them, and they're they're, they're drive stoppers. They put they put you in the hole. There's all kind of. This is also this speaks to discipline as well, Jay. I'm not sure. Mm. You know, I've okay. been on teams before where it was preached. You know, penalties we were not going to stand for. And then on Mondays when we got back for our you know just our conditioning part of the day. And the good organizations I was with, we always had to run penalty laps for penalties that were on Sunday. 
Okay. It's almost too ingrained in you. Don't think that on Sunday we, we see those yellow flags come out. We were penalized on Sunday. We were also going to do some penalty laps on Monday. You know, this is all about discipline. And the toughest part about, especially in the early part of the season, when you're trying to get your wind up and you're, you're tired, what happens when you get tired, Jay? You lose you your mistakes. Make yeah. mistakes. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's all, so there's, there's all kinds of lessons that will be learned from that. I, you know, we're, we, you were talking, you're, you've been real good on the fact that, the the culture is trying to be changed from within. And I wonder if you're trying to preach, I, I need y'all on the edge. I need y'all killing. I need y'all. I need, I need you aggressive. And maybe they say, Oh, you want aggressive? I get you aggressive. It's gotta be controlled aggression though. Yeah. Penalties yeah. are something that if you're, you know, here's a coach, I guarantee you, they they pulled every one of them up and they're going to address them. And now it's week by week. Let's see that total come down. Right, and if you're going to be a good organization, or you don't have to be. Here's the thing: you don't have to be good, a good team, to not have um, uh, false starts, mm. uh, delay of games, uh, even holdings, unsportsmanlike. There's certain penalties you can control. You know, I, w- I was on a, the Falcon team. Uh, we went up there for the NFC Championship game many, many years ago against uh, Minnesota. You know, we did not, in that environment, we did not have one illegal procedure call as an offense. Mm-hmm. And that was going on silent count and different things like that. Also, we had to communicate, stay on sides, you know, and I was a tight end. I was off the ball. I was at a disadvantage because when I was off the ball most of the time, hand on the ground, I couldn't move until I saw everything else move. It'd been real easy, you know, with all the movement and stuff on the other side of the ball for us. But we had practiced that. It was all about discipline, you know, staying within our, you know, game plan. And that's something they'll learn. And this is like, so these are, the good thing is in game one, they're all teachable moments, Jay. So the the penalties, not good. We did a lot of things. I can imagine the speech, but we did a lot of things good in this game. We also did a lot of things bad. Let's pull up these nine penalties and those are going to be on a reel. The good coaches, they don't wait for you to see it in the middle of it. They'll pull all those out, and they'll play them back. The nine penalties, they'll show them to you uh, separately so they can address them individually and as a team so we know that this cannot be tolerated. And for those who don't get on the, the bandwagon of this can't be tolerated, at some point you'll be doing it somewhere else because we're not going to accept that around here. Now, before we, before we head out of here, because we know that the, this week, and I'll actually be at this game, uh, for when, uh, when the New York Giants come into town. So that should be interesting. Uh, we can get in on Thursday. We'll get into the whole, what the, what the makeup of the crowd will be. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. It's going to be interesting, but you, you talked about having somebody, maybe if, if Gannon has a mentor, or, you know, Sirianni or whoever that might be, is it, if you are, let's say, a coordinator, let's say I'm the offensive coordinator, should there be somebody, not the head coach, because the head coach is focused on you know, the, the the bigger picture, right? Should there be somebody, maybe a wide receiver coach or an offensive line coach that is that person that you mentioned earlier that might say, hey, coach, we've been, this is this might be the time to take that shot, or this might be the time to, to as he comes to the offensive coordinator, to kind of to, to, to shake you, so to speak, so that you aren't um, becoming so predictable? Because I didn't expect... 
I knew what to expect in a, I think this in, in a, in a negative way, I knew what to expect from the Cardinals that you're not going to take a shot. So we don't have to worry about the big, about the big play. If we can just keep everything in front of us from a defensive perspective, if I'm Washington, then that's all I got to worry about. Yeah, no, they'll have, they should have someone assigned, you know, as the head coach, you also want to be accountable to somebody. So there's normally someone in the building and I don't know what the title would be necessarily. Everybody has a different title these days. But someone, and you know, nowadays, Jay, think about this. Nowadays, every team has an analytics guy even up there yeah. in the stands. Somebody yeah. to point out, this is where we go for this, or this is a percentage of this. So regardless of what the title is, everybody's got somebody nowadays. And they'll okay. have somebody tapping them on the shoulder. You know, and then especially... After watching the film, you people, you know, fans think everybody you just go in there, everybody just watches the film once. By the time we the, the Cardinals get to meetings this morning, mean the players are even in. Uh-huh. The coaching staff, the coaching staff's already seen the film; it's already been broke down, and they've watched it. Sometimes. Should the players have watched it? But should if you're trying to nah. be a great player, should they have watched it? Should you watch it as a great? If you're trying, players to players don't even that? have access to it okay. until they come in the building. Okay. You know, nowadays, maybe they, maybe they upload them to these tablets and stuff, but mostly, but you got to think about it. You know, West East Coast game, they yeah. travel back. By the time they got back here yesterday, it was in the late in the evening, and guys get home. You know, guys got to get treatment, different things like that. Players are on a totally different schedule. The coaches, they're watching, they're breaking that stuff down already on the plane flying back. Mm-hmm. By the time they land, some of the ones they're heading, they're not heading home. They're heading to the building to get another look at it. Man, maybe go home real quick, and then the life of a coach. There, that stuff has already been broken down and reviewed three and four and five times before players even walk in the building. So, there's there's a lot of scrutiny going on, and you know, coaches are grading each other. They're grading their players. Uh, The head coach is grading every individual coach. Um, You know, so it's it's a lot. It's a lot going on between. Uh, yesterday's game and the time everybody walks in that building this morning. Oh, goodness gracious. So believe in the Cardinals. So I, I, if I had to give just in terms of on a, on a scale of one to 10, in terms of 10 being a, hey, they, they go into the Super Bowl and one being number one pick on the way. <laughs> I, I was, I'm a four, I'm a four, I'm a four, I maybe four and a half. With you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I was, I, I thought they, they competed and that's, and again, that, that shouldn't be, that should be the, the expectation coming in. I get it. But because we didn't know what to expect and it's just week one. So we don't know if it, I, I'll say this much and this we'll get into it again later on in the week. The way that New York, the way that the Giants did not show up and the way that the Cardinals seem to show up there. If this game coming up is close, that would be a little bit of call. Like, I was going to say cause for concern, but again, it's, it's week one. So what do you know? It's your, it, you don't know yeah. what to expect until the first week five, we'll be able to understand what the identity of all these teams are. As I listen to my, my uh, partner, Ed Smith, when he tells me these things. Well, I'll, I'll say this much. Wouldn't you rather be coming home after a, what, what was our uh, score? 20 to 16? 20, 20 to 16. Yeah. 40 to nothing beat down. Oh, my God. Uh, by, <laughs> oh, by my account, goodness. By, by one of your arch rivals. The, you know, the mood in our room is a whole lot different than across the way right now. Yeah. Now, we'll see what, what two teams 
coming you know, into uh, the stadium this this week. But wow, there's there's wins, there's losses, and then there are losses. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But you, when you hang in with us, you're always a winner. You're always in the winning column. So this has been Believe in Cardinals. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. We do this on Mondays and Thursdays. And so, um, we will see you, uh, we'll see you on Thursday as we look ahead to the upcoming matchup with the New York Giants as they come here to State Farm Stadium. So as we always like to say around this time, oh, we are presented by Bet Online. And as we always like to say around this time, are you can. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.